Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Elhamdülillahi lezî enzel ala abdihil kitâbe ve lem yec'al lehu evvecâ. Elhamdülillah. Elhamdülillahi lezî yenfidil bahr qabla en yenfid kelimâsehu ve lev ci'ne bimislil bahri medadâ. Elhamdülillah. Elhamdülillahi lezî lâ nuşrik bi'ibâdetihî ahadâ. Elhamdülillah. Elhamdülillahi lezî lâ nuhsî senâ'ehu ebedâ. Elhamdülillah, elhamdülillah illezi ba'asa lana rasulahu beşiren ve nezira ve hadiyen la duridu gayril habibil mustafa sallallahu aleyhi ve sellem bedela neşhedü en la ilahe illallah ilahen ahadan vahida ve neşhedü enne muhammeden abduhu ve rasuluhu ve faqduke ya muhammeda emma ba'd fe inna azdaqad hadith kitabullah azze ve jel ve khayril hacihi hacı rasuluhi sallallahu aleyhi ve sellem يا أيها الذين آمنوا يقول الله عز وجل بعد أن أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ما يفعل الله بعذابكم إن شكرتم وآمنتم وكان الله شاكرا عليما صدق الله العظيم All praises due to Allah سبحانه وتعالى the blessed King who reigns with love from on high All praises due to Allah سبحانه وتعالى the precious beloved Lord whose love we cannot possibly deny all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the merciful God who hears every gasp and knows every cry. All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the noble liege who does not deceive and does not lie. Nothing else is worthy of worship but He, the one God whom we should never belie. And all peace and blessings be upon His Messenger, His beloved Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whom we love and in whom God's eternal love resides as to what follows. I want to share today a story from our tradition, and it is perhaps one of my most favorite stories in the hadith. It is narrated in the collection of Imam al-Bukhari, may Allah have mercy on him, rahimahullah, on the authority of Abu Huraira, radiallahu anhu, may Allah be pleased with him, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the time after the judgment, Okay, everyone's been judged. Those who are in Jannah are in Jannah. Those who are in Jahannam are in Jahannam. And then will come out the last man out of hellfire. Okay, the last person out of hellfire. So he'll be taken out of hellfire, but placed facing it. Looking at it. So he's out, alhamdulillah, but he can see the torment and the torture in which he was just surrounded. So he cries out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, please God, just turn me somewhere else. Just turn my face somewhere else. Because I can't stand looking at the fire. Its heat has dried me and its wind has burnt me. Just I, I, anything, please. So Allah says, if I grant you this wish, Azawajal, Will you ask for anything else? No, no, by your might. No, 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 no. That's it. I just want to look somewhere else. Okay. So he turns his head towards paradise from far away. So the man is looking at paradise from, from the far away. And he's like, he's, he's, he's quiet because he remembered his promise. But after a while, he can't. Lord, can I just go to the gate? Just the gate. That's it. Nothing else. Allah is like, didn't you ask? He said nothing else. Please, Lord, please don't make me the most miserable of your creation. Please. 
If I give you this, will you ask anything else? Well, no. No, no. Nothing else. I promise. Okay. So then Allah brings him to the gate of Jannah. The gate. So now he's looking inside. He's seeing, you know, Akwabu Mawdu'a and America was and the people drinking and enjoying and having fun. Hey! Wow, you made it! We're together. We're having a joint time. And, Sir, anything you want? And not anything. How, how are you? And just, and listening. And he's just, he's like, oh my God. I can't. He's quiet. I, he breaks down. Okay. Lord, can I, can I go inside? And Allah is like, how you're amazing, unbelievable. How treacherous are you, son of Adam? Didn't you say you're not gonna ask for anything else? Please, Lord, please don't make me the most miserable of your creation. Please. So Allah says, Okay, you can go inside. So then Allah says, Make a wish, wish for whatever you want. Okay, so the man is thinking, like, Okay, yeah, I want this, and I want this, and I want this, and I want this, and I want this. And just thinking of everything in his life that he wished for. Everything, everything. And Allah's helping him out. Hey, how about this? Remember this? You like this. Remember in you know, and, and uh, during, during your life, you loved this. You know, you remember you loved uh, chai from this. Remember you loved, I'll give you, how, how about that? Remember, just reminding him, oh yeah, you're right. And everything. And he's like, anything else? No, I, that's it. I can't think of anything else. So Allah says, I'll give you that, and I'll double it. And the man is like, are you making fun of me? And you are Rabbul Alameen? Allah is like, I'm not making fun of you, but I can do whatever I want. And in some narrations, he said, I will give you that. Until he counted ten times, and the man is like, stop! Stop! I don't need it. I don't need any more. This is the last man to exit Jahannam. And look at the beauty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with that last person to exit Jahannam. The implications of this hadith are wide. And so I want to go over it together in the next part. Alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa la. All praise and thanks is due to Allah, even if there's no one in the universe to thank Him. Praise Him, and all peace and blessings be upon the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, upon whom be peace, and his, and his companions and his family and those who follow them until the day of judgment. Ameen. I must, before we continue, I must, as the cold and snow return, we think about our sisters and brothers all over the world, especially those of, of them in, in the Holy Land. And as you, Allah, has made us, have given us warmth, give them warmth. If you've given us shelter, give them shelter. If you've given, if you've fed, fed us, feed them, and stop the, the 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 torture from above and the torture from the below. Allahumma rabbana amin. This is so. Look at what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala did with the last person to exit Jahannam. Now, I want us to stop and think about that for a second. Now, between Friday and Friday, forgiveness of sins. As the Prophet Asasim told us, between Umrah and Umrah, for those who are blessed, blessed to do Umrah, there's forgiveness of sins. Bet when you make wudu, sins wash off your body like uh, dirt wa washes off. In fact, the Messenger Asasim asked the Sahaba, if someone 
lived on a river and washed five times a day, would that person ever be dirty? They go, no way. He said, the five daily prayers are like that. That every time they wash your sins. When you stub your toe, your sins are forgiven. When you do good deeds, they're multiplied by ten. And then they erase bad deeds. When you know when you when you go from um, when you read Surah Al-Kahf, which we're encouraged to read on Fridays, that forgives sin from Friday to Friday. Ramadan to Ramadan. Ramadan's coming up around the corner. There's forgiveness. To sin. I mean, there's so much opportunity to, for have your sins forgiven. That for someone to come on the day of judgment with more sin than good deeds to the point that the scale tips towards the sin. And they go to Jahannam, that person has to try to go to hell. Like you have to actively work on trying to go to hell. And even that person, look at how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala treats that person. Look at how beautiful our Lord is. Look at how beautiful your God is. Look at how compassionate Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. You remember, remember in the sacred in the hadith when the Prophet said, 99% of the mercy of God is saved for when? Judgment day, when we need it the most. 90, you think of all the love and the mercy that Allah has in this dunya. Allah saving the vast majority for the day of judgment. Look at how beautiful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. And so, and so, given the beauty and compassion and love and mercy and rahmah and beauty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when Allah says pray five times a day is that that big of a deal? really think about it I'm talking about the five canonical prayers I'm not talking about nafil I'm not talking about qiyam lil I'm not talking about witr I'm just sunan I'm just talking about fajr dhuhr asr maghrib isha a fantastic prayer Five minutes, tops, tops. I mean, a fantastic prayer. Now, we break down the day. Eight hours should be sleeping, inshallah, which is, which is the healthy seven and eight hours. So in the 16-hour waking day, God is saying 25 minutes. And remember, in the Sa'an Maraj, He says, you pray five, I'll give you the reward of 50. 10x. For those of you in finance, if you have an investment that gets a 10x return, everyone will be breaking down the doors to, to invest in that kind of a return. So Allah is giving you 25 minutes of, of investment and giving us 50 times reward. Is that that big of a deal? When Allah Azza wa says, don't look at certain things. Lord, from among your gaze. Is it that big of a deal? When Allah Azza wa says, don't go to these, to, these, to these places. Is it that big of a deal? When Allah says, don't scroll to things you're not supposed to scroll to. Is it that big of a deal? When Allah says, don't download what you're not supposed to download. Is it that big of a deal? Don't go there when you're not supposed to go. Don't be with that person you're not supposed to be with. And on and on and on and on. Is it that big of a deal? But those who are parents, all the sacrifice, like mothers especially, that, that, that we do for our kids, and we ask them to put the dishes away, they're like, oh, oh my God, Baba, oh my God, Mama, really? How do you feel? The fact that I'm living and breathing today is testament to the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then when he asked me to do, pray little things, 
Asalihat in Arabic means that the small amount of good. Is it that big of a deal? Is it really too much to ask? That, 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 that we can't bring ourselves to do? You know, Imam Jafar al-Sadiq, rahimahullah, he said, he said, worship is of three kinds. Some people worship God out of fear, and that is the worship of slaves. Fear. Meaning, you're afraid Allah will strike you down if you don't do something, or you do something haram. You know, when I was growing up, that was how I, that was how I, how I pictured Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That he was like a cop waiting for the radar gun. Aha! He is! Can't wait to punish him. And that, for, it worked, but it's liable to backfire. That's the worship of slaves. Fearing the master. Fearing being whipped. Other people worship God seeking reward. Now, all of us seek reward. But what he meant here is, that is the worship of a hireling. Transactional. I was also like that growing up. Listen, Allah, I have goals in my life. Okay? I have things I want to do. Alright? So listen, you give me what I want, I'll do what you want. But hey, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Again, immature. That's the worship of a hireling. Then he said, and some people worship God out of love. That is the worship of those who are free, and that is the most excellent worship. Love, love. You pray because you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just like, just, just like our messenger. He did qiyam out of love. Arihna biha ya Bilal, he told. Give us rest with the adhan, O oh, oh, oh Bilal. Love, where does that love come from? That love comes from gratitude. Gratitude. You know, there are verses that we read in the Quran, we listen to it during Ramadan, that we don't kind of understand. This is the one that I quoted. What would God do with your punishment so long as you are grateful and believe? And God is indeed most thankful and all-knowing. Oh my God. What Allah is saying here, you know, myself included, Back in, the, back in my uh, more firebrand days, we love the, the people on the pulpit to spew out the, the, the fire of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his vengeance and his kahar and all these things. And he is those things. He is Shadidu Raikhaf, 100%. And we neglect to remind ourselves and our, our, us, sisters and brothers, of this. Why would God punish you as long as you are grateful and believe? The word is not random in the Quran. The order is not random. In shakartum wa amantum. Shukr is first. You, you, you reflect over the beauty of the God who gives ten times what the last man coming out of hellfire wants. And you're grateful. And then you believe in worship. Look at the order. Shukr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like the Prophet told his beloved wife Aisha. Shouldn't I be a grateful servant? Why would he punish you? He has no point in punishing you. In the hadith, in Allah, yastahi. And you add, and you, to, to punish, he's in, ashamed of punishing someone who is, grows old in the worship of Allah. Allah is ashamed of punishing that person. This is the God that we worship. Get to know him. This is the, the beautiful Lord we worship. That's him. Azza wa Jal. Now, 
in these times, in these difficult times of that, that our, our ummah is going through, our nation, so many people ask, where is God? God is telling us, I'm right here. I quote it, وَلَا يَحْسَبَنَّ اللَّهَ ظَالِمًا أَغَافِلًا عَمَّا يَعْمُلُ الظَّالِمُونَ إِنَّمَا يُؤَخِّرْهُمْ لِيَوْمٍ تَشْخَصُ فِيهِ الْأَبْصَارِ مُهْتِعِينَ مُقْنِعِ رُؤُوسِهِمْ لَا يَرْتَدُّ إِلَيْهِمْ طَرْفُهُمْ وَأَفْئِذَتُهُمْ هَوَاءً Do not suppose that God is heedless of the deeds of the wrongdoers. He merely grants them reprieve until a day when eyes will stare transfixed, running with necks outstretched and heads upraised, their glance not returning to them and their hearts vacant. The Arabic is significant. The emphasis, don't think for a moment. God doesn't know what's going on. Don't think for a moment that God's not in charge. And that gives me some comfort. And at least motivates me to try to help as best I can. But don't think Allah doesn't know what's going on. This same beautiful, compassionate, loving God also is the God of justice. And He will have justice. At the same time, remember, remember that hadith Qudsi. I am as my servant thinks I am. I am as my slave sees that I am. The way you conceive God is how God will be to you. And I grew up living this. I conceived Allah as the cop. So Allah became the cop. And I am with him if he, if he remembers me. I am with him when he, when he remembers me. If he remembers me in himself, I too remember him in myself. You, me, insignificant. When we remember Allah, Allah remembers us. Allah Azza wa Jal, sovereign of the heavens and the earth, remembers you. And if he remembers me in a group of people, I remember him in a group better than them. The angels and the holy assembly up, up, up above. When we remember God in an assembly, Allah remembers us in an assembly better than that. And if he comes to me one span, I come to him one cubit. If you walk, if you take one foot to Allah, Allah comes to you taking two feet. If he comes one cubit, like one arm's length, I go two arm's length to him. If he comes to me walking, I go to him running. And if he comes to me with sins that fill the world, and he does not commit shirk with me, associate partners, I will welcome him with forgiveness as big as that. No matter what you've done, my sisters and brothers, it is not bigger than the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the day Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhu, the one of the greatest statesmen our human history has ever seen, that day he had a sword on his neck to murder our messenger. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he became Muslim on that day. To the point where two, a man and wife were talking, right? They were about to leave to go to Abyssinia, and Umar saw her. And he's like, Umar Abdullah, where are you going? And she's like, if you won't let us worship Allah in peace, let us go, let us leave. Leave us alone. So he felt bad and he said, Sahabat ke salama. 
Go in peace. She was shocked. So her husband comes over and says, anybody see you? She's like, Omar. He's like, Omar! Oh my God, Omar! And she's like, no, 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 wait. He told me, Sahabat ki salama. And he's like, do you have hope that Omar will become Muslim? And she's like, you know what? Yeah. And he's like, Wallahi, the himar of Al-Khattab will say the shahada before Omar will. The donkey of his dad who say la ilaha illallah before Umar will. That's how much they lost hope in Sayyidina Umar. That man accepted Islam. That is the beauty of our Lord. Get to know him. Get to know him. And don't let shaitan fool you in thinking I'm so wretched that I'm not, it's, it's not worth it. That's a trick. That's a trick. Don't listen. It doesn't matter. Every day we wake up is an, is an opportunity to come back. Every day, we, every living is a moment, is a chance for now for us to change, to, to re-establish the bond with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because our Lord is beautiful. Because our Lord is loving. Our Lord loves you. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, istajibu lillahi wa lil-rasool, ila da'akum lima yuhiikum. Although you believe, respond to God and His Messenger when they call you to that which gives you life. From the moment we were born, God has been calling us back to Him. The problem is we don't listen, we don't hear. The opportunity is there every single day. We have to take it. And the beauty is we don't have to go even... We don't, God meets us more than halfway. And remember, from, remember this. Nothing you have ever, or me, first and foremost, that I have ever done is bigger than God's mercy. Never, ever, ever, ever fall into that trap. So I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to shower upon us His beautiful, loving, soothing mercy. Ya Allah, allow us to be worthy of the servants we are supposed to be. Ya Allah, allow us to be worthy of the soothing mercy that you show us every day. Ya Allah, allow us to be among those when we are seen, you are remembered. Ya Allah, give us the strength to rise above the weaknesses we have as human beings to be the best believers possible. Ya Allah, allow us, allow the light of your, of your love shine forth from our hearts so that others can see and feel that, that, that beauty. Ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Look away from the ugliness of sin that we show you and only show us the beauty of your mercy. Ya Allah, help our sisters and brothers across the world, especially those of them in the Holy Land. Ya Allah, stop the terror from above and the terror from below. Ya Allah, azawajal, help them and allow us to help them. Ya Arhamur Rahimin. Wallahumma Rabbana alayka bil qatalat al-dhalama. Ya Arhamur Rahimin. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa qana adab al-nar. ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا بلدك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار اللهم ربنا أجرنا من النار يا عزيز ويا غفار اللهم ربنا ادخلنا في الدوس الأعلى واحشرنا مع النبيين والصديقين والشهداء والصالحين وحسن أولئك رفيقا عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإزاء القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي Remember God and He will remember you. And thank Him and He will thank and He will give you more. 
Ask for his forgiveness and he will forgive you. Wa'akam as-salam.